Amanda Kate, transformational coach. It's so fascinating. I suffered from migraines, uh, signed off by my doctor as a healthy young person. And so that was very frustrating. And Amanda just shared something with me and she's going to share with you how she began healing herself. And she dealt with similar situation where conventional medicine, unfortunately, failed us at certain point and we had to take over what i have learned through my life to heal myself i needed to understand myself okay. let me know how you became aware yeah. of you being not whole i think i had i had always worried that i was not whole i always worried that i was fundamentally flawed i ticked all of the boxes i was a white church of england raised middle class you know woman with relative privilege and but the band of my accepted behavior was so narrow that if I even wobbled outside it I'd get you know pushed back into that band and so I never really got to explore who I was and then that obviously led into relationships where nobody could actually get to know me because I didn't even know myself I had no yeah. clue who I was because I was so busy looking at what everybody else wanted for me and who everybody else I thought it wanted and expected me to be that I was I was putting different people into different situations I wonder who's going to be liked and and so that was was a big part of it and in the end come 2013 I was needing three hour naps in the afternoon by you know, that time I was suffering for about 13 days a month with my menstrual cycle. I'd have about six days in the middle of the month and around seven days at the end of the month. And I only know that because I was tracking all of my symptoms. And I was seeing all these doctors and they're like, you're perfectly healthy. You're fine. Your blood tests are great. You're, you know, we don't know what's wrong with you. So they sent me to a gynecologist and he goes to put me on antidepressants. And that was really when the lights and sirens were like, wah, 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 no, that was really what pushed me down that natural therapies route. I started seeing a naturopath and then from there I saw a chiropractor <clears throat> and then started with a Chinese doctor and it just kind of grew from there really. Yeah. And it was really about then getting in touch with, okay, so what was I eating? What was I? And it was really based in the physical still. So I was looking at this physical body, this physical meat suit that we're walking around in. But the interesting thing is, and you, you mentioned um, Dr. Bruce Lipton to me before, who works with epigenetics, and, and that is basically the way our genes express themselves, is, you know, mental, emotional, spiritual, uh, psychological, energetic, metaphysical, transformational, relational, financial, like all of those different things feed into the picture of who we are. Yeah. Even the roles that we play feed into the picture of who we are. And so many people are so short-sighted on the physical body is all there is. And so that's all we're going to work with. A few people go to sort of, I guess, that mind-body-spirit connection. And, and I was like, I've never heard of this, but book me in. I'm willing to try anything because I'm so broken. And I still remember I, my, my first kinesiologist became a teacher of mine. But in that first session with them, they said to me, you know, why are you here as the usual sort of basic thing? And I said, I am so broken. I need to fix myself to save my marriage. And so it was very, very interesting. Later in that session, once we started working through some stuff, they said to me, 
you have no idea how emotionally abused you are, do you? And I went, oh, that makes sense with, you know, these major people over here in my life. But it took me another four months to see my main abuser and it took me another four months to leave. Right. So yeah. I don't know why you didn't see that you have to, you wanted to fix the marriage, but you knew that you have to fix yourself first. Yeah, I did. And because I felt I was broken. Now, what I've learned on the journey is I was never broken. Mm. I was carrying a whole heap of stories mm -hmm. that I believed were true about myself. And I was carrying a lot of weight about past traumatic experiences that I didn't know were traumas. And I was starting to unpack them slowly and work out what fit for me and what didn't anymore, what I wanted to carry forward and what I didn't anymore. Right. And that created a whole heap of different types of wounds for me. How does your body respond to trauma? Our entire nervous system, that's the whole point of it, is to tell us when there's danger around. And so we have two parts of the nervous system, or we actually have a, a number of parts to the nervous system, but the main two parts are our parasympathetic nervous system, which is our rest, repair, digest, and our uh, sympathetic nervous system, which is our fight and flight. And when we're looking at be the balance between those two, so the parasympathetic nervous system helps us breathe, it helps us digest food, it helps us do all of those things that we don't really need to think about. Our sympathetic nervous system gets switched on when there's stress and it keeps us safe and it keeps us alive. And what happens is we perceive stress as coming in. Now, what you've got to remember in this modern world is we are still built not for this modern world. We're built for, you know, coexisting in tribes with a community and yet we hurtle through the, through the world super fast pace we've always got when we're on our phones those flashing images the dinging notifications the we've got noise and lights and sirens and electrical signals running through the air if we've got heating or air conditioning on it's making noise and we are constantly bombarded through all of our senses and they think that we could be exposed to anything up to 400 billion bits of information every single second now, of that, our body can process in a non-stressed state around 2,000 bits of information per second. So there's a lot of life we're missing out on. Oh. Now, when we're stressed, we process even less of that information because we're trying to tune out as much as we can to keep ourselves safe. So it's quite interesting when you start to think how much of the world we're missing because so much information is coming in at once. And we can only process so much. But how do we prioritise what we process? Well, that is through our stories, through our perception, through our upbringing, through our own indication of what we think is important. My level of importance was about people-pleasing and making sure everybody else was happy. And so in that people-pleasing part of myself, I was constantly shifting and changing who I was and how I expressed myself and make myself fit in. It sounds crazy, but we need to be accepted by our tribe for us to live because it's safety in numbers. And if you're not accepted by the tribe, you get cast out into the wilderness and you die. And so our everything that we filter through goes really back to that really basic, almost prehistoric 
nature of even though we're not consciously thinking that that's where our body goes to so our body starts activating the nervous system what we're doing in energy medicine is trying to rewire that nervous system so that we're not seeing the same threat because I saw threat everywhere in that I was constantly on high alert so that led you to in the direction of self-care and self-love and how did you understand this obviously you were fighting that because you were you weren't brought up into doing it for yourself Mm. and that again you know according about why I call myself a transformational coach this is exactly why I went into healing with the idea that I needed to save my marriage I have completely transformed as now as I started to work you know, through this energy medicine, through a lot of different ways. So it wasn't just with my kinesiologist. I was working with my psychologist. I was doing her mindfulness courses. I was working with the Chinese doctor still um, who was doing acupuncture, cupping, you know, and doing the herbal support as well. I was working with a chiropractor still. I was working with a personal trainer. Um, my personal trainer used to joke, if I just had a chef, I'd be J-Lo because I had so many people on my staff. <laughs> but it was literally to keep myself on my feet. I was working with my naturopath still. So I had a lot of people supporting and working with me to to get me back to health. And each one of those different modalities gave me so many different things. But kinesiology really was the one for me that drew it all together. It drew all of the changes, physical, mental, emotional, spiritual, energetic, transformate, all of those different aspects. It drew them all together for me. So even if I was getting awarenesses with my naturopath, it was like kinesiology that would help me embody those changes and actually make that cellular change in my body. If I was getting changes in some other area, again, that would be knitted into the fabric of who I was through that kinesiology aspect of balancing that energy. So I'd already seen such a massive change in myself in that six months that I I hopped in the classroom and I learned it myself. And the way I describe it to clients is we're creating this internal scaffolding. That's our internal scaffolding. They're the things that we know that we can do to help ourselves. And then we create external scaffolding. It's the friends that I trust. It is my partner who is just absolutely incredible now. But what it was, it wasn't these massive quantum leaps of awareness that really helped me on my journey. It was these tiny little 1% changes that I was making regularly. That's what's created the quantum leaps. And so when I look back, I could see these massive jumps and these massive changes, but it was all by putting these tiny little practices throughout my day, throughout my week. So would you be able to say that you had given your power away originally, you had no power? Yeah. And this is why you were, you were okay with all those things that were happening to you. Mm-hmm. And once you got some support network yeah. and someone was watching out for you, you then realized that you have no power mm-hmm. and you need to get this back in order for your body to heal. Yeah. Right? Absolutely. And think of how often we are taught to give our power away. So if you are sick, you are taught you go to the doctor. If you are having a problem in the schoolyard, you are taught rather than sorting it out yourselves to go to a teacher. If you have a problem with your sibling at home, you tend to go to your parent. You are always taught that the answer lies outside yourself. If you're having a spiritual crisis, you're taught to go to your 
priest or, or religious leader or whatever it is, right. you're never taught to go inward first. And I always ask people to look in a mirror and can you say, I love you to yourself? 90%, 99% yeah. of people yeah. can't do that. No. So tell me, after all that you have done, you've done the energy medicine and all of that, uh, all of those other um, components of natural healing, and now you're doing it yourself for others, can you stand in the mirror and literally say to yourself, I love you, you are beautiful? Mm. Absolutely, I can. Mm. Now, the human behaviours sometimes are, you know, <laughs> obviously hard to hard to get past, but I still know under that externalised unresourceful human behaviour, there is that God source and it is covered by as many of those things that were stopping me from seeing the true beauty of who I am. Right. So the fear and anxiety didn't mm. let you look inward. I didn't trust. So I, I always had intuitive nudges. My body had been screaming at me for years to get out of the marriage. It had been screaming at me that this was not right. You didn't trust yourself or you didn't know how to feel that. Even mm. though you were unhappy, mm. you didn't know why. Yeah. So trust mm. your gut. Always depend first on your gut. That's your second brain. Actually, yeah. maybe a first brain. So, Well, in the, um, in the traditional Australian Aboriginal um, First Nations people, they actually talk about the heart being the first brain, the gut being the second brain, and the brain being the third brain. Mm. And, and I think that's, that is so true. I, and again, you know, to, to, to um, agree with that point of yours is you feel into it with your body. Yeah. Does this feel heavy or light? That is the easiest way to say. If it feels light and it feels exciting and it feels like something you want to move towards, yeah. then that's because your soul is saying, yes, this. If it's going, oh, this is dark and heavy and dank and I feel really contracted, that's your soul going, no, I don't want that. Right. It's the same way when we're feeling emotions. If we're feeling angry it's because we've had our boundaries violated or we're not feeling safe or or we're afraid of the big feelings that are sitting underneath that anger like sadness or hurt on on, on a normal under normal circumstances mm. you would want to take a deep breath and realign yourself with, mm. with your own breath and dropping into your body as well. So, so many people get stuck up in their head and it's overthinking and overthinking and overanalyzing. But when we drop into our body and we can feel into it more, so putting that awareness on the heart space or on the gut, putting your hands there, resting your hands there, because that gives you something to focus on. It helps us drop out of our head. The other thing I say to people is it doesn't matter how cold it is, go and get your face in the fresh air for a bit. Open a window or step outside and feel, I mean, even in the snow, you get sun. Go and have a few big deep breaths. Yes. Go and let that fresh air fill your lungs. Yeah. Even if it's just for three or four breaths and then go back to what you were doing and see if you can see it with fresh eyes. Absolutely. That's how quick that can actually reset our nervous yeah. system. Good. So I am so happy that we, uh, came from where you were to where you are now and 
this is wonderful. And we want everybody to come from that same place and arrive to this new you. And this is because our our world is falling apart and we need we need to regroup. We need to be collectively strong and healthy and happy as much as we can because our energies are going to influence the energies of the earth. Being more heart-centered, more soulful, more connected and understanding that our actions in every area of our life, affect everybody else on the planet. Right. So we cannot get away from that. So this is why the self-love is very, very important. And yeah. it is hard to do when you are starting out, but mm. it's definitely uh, energy medicine, which is in Australia is kinesiology, but in America is energy medicine. And whatever the means of that are uh, mm. Reiki, a, a professional counseling or a walk in the park without the phone in front of you, that would really be helpful to restore the energies and restore the light in us, inside of us, so that we can become that beam of light, the candle that shines. And eventually, uh, eventually, this is all going to come together Oh, look, for me, I am always hopeful. I know that, you know, when people talk about love and light, I see that as delusion um, because we need the shadows as well as the light. We need to understand our shadows so that we can learn to love them as well. And also it is amazingly transformative and with the right people, it is the best work you can do, right. even when it feels tough, because it's the right kind of tough. It is the right kind of tough that is that is helping us to live more aligned, congruent lives. It is helping us bring more light into the world. That's exactly. the. Mm. We have to strengthen the love muscle because yeah. this is what's going to help us to, to, to ride this wave on this plane. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah. we are just going to see what's negative, what's not working, and yeah. what could have been. Otherwise, yeah. yes. So the love is going to give strength and opens possibilities. Mm, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So perfect. So thank you so much, Amanda. And yes, and I want to show Amanda's website where she does the coaching online and she can help anyone over zoom with yeah. the energies with restoration can you tell us more about this i'm going to yeah yes I so am. my um the way that it works so some people go how do you do kinesiology online but the same way that we're talking now we're tuning into each other we can actually read each other's energy now if we're in that space. Now, obviously, I'm not reading your energy. Well, I am because I'm looking at your body language and I'm reading your facial expressions and all of that. But in kinesiology, I delve even deeper. So it's like I throw my energetic blanket over you and tune into your specific radio station. And then I'm able to read what's going on in your auric field, what's going on in the entirety of who you are. And that's where we work from. And it's, it's, 
I find it quite fascinating. I was wondering myself at the beginning of COVID how on earth this worked online because it didn't make sense to me. And as soon as I did my first session, I'm like, oh, that's actually really easy because we're still just working with energy really? and energy isn't constrained by anything. So mm -hmm. that's how we do it online is, is the tuning into the radio station. I'll throw my energetic blanket over you to read what's going on and then we're able to do that that same energetic work just from distance. The only difference is you'll do the corrections on yourself rather than me doing them, which right. I'd do if you're in person. Um, and then, yeah, all of the information's on my website. So most of my social links, I think, are on there. So Beautiful. it's the best place to start. Yes, so that's going to be on this website that is listed there. And yeah. I love it. So, yes, she's in Australia, so there is yes. a little bit of time <laughs> difference, but it's worth reaching out to find somebody who you can resonate with and mm. help you to lead a happy and healthy life. And of course, look good and feel good. Oh, lovely. Thank you so much for bringing your light into the world. It's absolutely wonderful. And yeah, keep sharing this work because it's yeah so needed right now. Again, thanks for listening and we'll see you in the next episode.